It's been a while. Whoa. <laughs> Need to turn you down a little bit in there in, in the good old headphones. Sorry, you know, nothing gets me more excited than stained. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good it's a decent band, let's just put it that way. Yeah, it's like they have like hit and miss, you know. Yeah. I don't think they ever really got big, big, but no. Um, but I've, I've seen them live. It was good. I wanted to like see their acoustic set because Aaron Lewis is a fairly he's a decent singer, um, yeah. and he does some pretty good acoustic versions of some of their songs on the CDs. Okay. I want to see the ones where they just play loud, just nonstop in your ear, just. Brah! Yeah. I mean, they never really get that way, but... <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, it's been a while, but uh, I'm ready, and you should have a damn good day, Michael. <laughs> I will. I got my mug from Chase, so... <laughs> yeah. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 34 of Two Nerds Maybe More. My name is Michael Skarzynski, and with me, as always, is Marty. Marty, how are you doing today? I have been on a vacation Mm -hmm. for a week. I'm feeling great. That's good. I mean, we took off last weekend so that you could enjoy some time away from everything so that you could unplug because it's very important that as much as we love our video games and all the things that we do, it's important to get away from work, get away from the screens for a little bit and do what we like to call it a bit human contact. Was I supposed to get away from the screens as well? Oh, did you not get away from the screens? (laughs) Oh, I I thought that you did. I must have done it wrong then. (laughs) Um, okay, so vacation is what you make of it. You can do whatever it is you want with it. Um, <laughs> Marty just chose not to share the screen with us last week. That's what it was. <laughs> How was your break, though? Did you do anything uh, anything out of the ordinary that maybe you don't do on a normal day-to-day basis due to work and hobbies? Yeah, and all that? I mean, we, had, we rented an Airbnb house in another city. Um, mm. uh, a city where that's you know what is it one and a half hour away by train. Um, it's I don't know how how well versed you are in fairy tales, but there's a famous Danish writer called Hans Christian Andersen, mm-hmm. and his house is in that city. His his old house where he grew up when he was a kid. So we went there and we wanted to go see it, and we never got around to go. There. No. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, we also have a friend who lives in that uh, city, so we visited him, and yeah, we, we brought our bikes as well. So, so we have been biking a little bit. We went to the um, because it, it, it's close to the water. That's like a river. So we've just biked up the river, and you know, just just yeah, doing stuff that you don't really get to do in when you when you're living the the, the busy city life. That's cool. That's cool. Um, it's funny that you mentioned fairy tales because I did just order a book from. 
the creators of the game that I talked about last episode, and I'll talk a little bit about today, uh, the Alice Madness Returns. Mm. They put out a book of fairy tales, but it's like their darker take on fairy tales. Even uh-huh. though fairy tales in general are fairly dark, like the origins of things like Pinocchio and Little Mermaid and Cinderella, like those are really dark. Um, but this one's supposed to be their own take and it's supposed to have pretty good artwork in it. So I'm just waiting for that to come. Cool. That sounds really cool. I I, I love different takes and stuff that we no, really know beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, darker takes or whatever. It's just I think it's cool to just take something that everyone knows and and put your own spin on it. Or that everybody thinks that they know. Because mm. I was talking with uh, with my fiance's mom the other night, and she had no idea the origins of some of like her favorite Disney movies and what the. Uh, what the fairy tale that it stemmed from was actually about and then i got in trouble for shattering and destroying the original <laughs> movies and i did nothing of the sort but what do you say we jump in with something let's let's discuss what we've been watching because of course mm-hmm. you know this is a primarily video game themed podcast so as always we start off with what we've been watching and i know that we both watched the same the thing political debate I did watch that, but we're not going to discuss that. Um, it's been a while since I've reminded people, but this is not a political podcast. Uh, we will not be discussing that. It may trickle in here and there, but other than that, we're not going to dive deep into it. But on the other hand, we both watched The Haunting of Bly Manor. Which was equally scary as the debate. <laughs> uh, just in different ways, you know, very different ways. Now, The Haunting of Bly Manor is the quote-unquote sequel or just season two of The Haunting of Hill House. Mm. But I think that we can both just come off the bat and agree that it's uh, it's standalone and it should be judged as a standalone thing, not necessarily Mm -hmm. in comparison to The Haunting of Hill House. No. But oh my goodness, if you liked The Haunting of Hill House and thought that should be horror uh, canon, what do you feel about The Haunting of Blind Manor then? Um, So I really liked it. I really liked it. I think it does a lot of the things that The Haunting of Hill House uh, did, but it puts it in a different perspective. This one is very psychological. Mm. very psychological in the sense of there's a lot of stories being woven together and i mentioned this on the horror podcast that i do because i spoke about it there too but i did have a lot of uh wtf moments where i was like wait what what the f is going on here Mm. and i was trying to figure it out and i had my theories and selena had her theories and then you kind of wait till the end or the middle for some of those to come to fruition. So I really like shows that put breadcrumbs in mm. and then they lead you along the path and you get that payoff later on. I really like that. No, yeah. I thought this was so, so good. I mean, I think after I finished The Haunting of Hill House, obviously then I went to YouTube and in the internet in general and, you know, st- just starting reading up and, you know, a little bit more in-depth. And, and one of the things that it, it was applauded for was, hey, look in the background, look what happens in the background. <laughs> so going into The Haunting of Bly Manor, I started doing that. I started paying attention to all the small details that happened in the background. And if you have not watched the show yet and you plan on doing it, 
pay attention to the to the background what's happening there because there's so many things small things here and there and there's one particular scene that freaked the hell out of me uh not really but i thought it was so amazing and i, sh- I showed it to my, my girlfriend when it happened and she was like freaking out uh, <laughs> because she's not really well uh, that well uh, into to horror basically she the the nanny is talking in the kid and uh, the kid has like a huge um, uh, like dollhouse mm-hmm. in the background and there's a little kid sitting there just well it looks like a doll just sitting next to the house and when the nanny leaves the doll's head turns and looks uh, looks in her direction and it's just small things like that and it's just oh so good so good it's, michael <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that particular scene because i missed that but selena caught it when we were watching it and she was like whoa wait did the doll's head just move and we rewound it so that i could actually see it because i was like wait i missed it i didn't see it my eyes are not as good as they used to be you know one's lower (laughs) than the other they're just bad in general so we rewound it and i was like oh yeah that's a nice it's a very minute touch that is Mm. easily easily missed and it just shows like love and care that goes into these type of things when it's something so minuscule like that that is thrown in there and yeah. you gave me the warning ahead of time because you watched it before I had a chance to. Uh, that's kind of like the gift and the curse of watching it with someone else. Like it's awesome because you have somebody to talk to about it, but then also both of your schedules kind of have to match up, mm. and so that you can watch it together. So you got to watch it before I did, and you were like, "Make sure you pay attention. Look at everything <laughs> in the background." I'm like missing what the character's saying because I'm staring in the background. Like, was that lamp always there? <laughs> yeah i mean especially I, I think i really started paying attention to it all the way from 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 the from just the first episode and i think that's what i told you michael i don't know about the other episodes but the first episode look at the background because mm-hmm. there was a character standing in the background and i don't want to spoil it because you know that character is actually it's not really a big part of the story at all it's just a small thing but it actually does have a, something to do with the overall storyline and, and you'll see that character later on mm-hmm. again uh, and, and stuff like that and i just thought everything was so well put together and and especially if you did see all those small things, it just gives that little bit extra little thing. So yeah. Um, overall, I think the acting was excellently done. Oh yes, throughout so like uh, everybody was on point, mm. as was the original. Like it, it didn't really feel like anyone was really out of place. No, and and I feel like the nanny because she's the one. She was also in the other one, if I remember correctly. Um, but I just felt like she played so well in this and she played so differently compared to, because, you know, sometimes some actors, you know, you just know how they act. You just sort of mm-hmm. like, you don't, sometimes you just don't see the actor. I really feel like she did such a good job and I did feel like I saw a character and I didn't see, you know, her. So, um, I like, I really liked her. I liked, uh, I liked all the characters pretty much. They were all really, really yep. well portrayed. It's really hard to kind of discuss it without spoiling it. Mm. Um, but I will just say that if I had the nitpick just a little bit, I will say that um, the final episode, mm. I feel like it kind of wrapped up the the manor portion a bit quickly. Yeah. Um, it just kind of like was one of those situations where, um, boom, one thing happened and that was it. And I'm usually not a fan of that, but it was okay. Um 
and then it goes into exposition about other things like it moves the story in a different direction for the last bit which mm. is i thought that bit was okay like all that yeah. ending stuff was okay it was just the the culmination of what was going on in the main setting mm. suddenly just ended yeah and for me uh i hate it when that happens but it does and it was all right i remember when i watched it and and you know the the, the whole haunting manor storyline basically came to a conclusion and I was like, hey, there's only I've only seen like 10 minutes of the episode or something like that. What the hell is going to happen in the, in yeah. the rest of 40 minutes? <laughs> That's <laughs> but, exactly but, how I felt. Yeah, but but I, I did think that that was actually, well, it was a good told story afterwards as well and I think when that happened, I did, because I had been thinking who's actually telling this story I had mm-hmm. tried to figure that out because always, obviously, there's a storyteller, and and so it, it kind of started to 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 everything everything just started falling into to place uh, those last yeah. forty minutes. So really enjoyed it, really really good. Uh, I would really recommend you watching it, even if you're not super into horror. I would still recommend it to you. That's not too obviously. There's a horror series, so there will be scary moments and, and unpleasant <laughs> moments happening. But I th- I do feel like it's a slow burn sort of. Th- deal mm-hmm. and so if you're not really into it or not super strong in 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 horror uh, stuff i would still recommend it to you I'll still give it a go same i think that the horror elements are more um in those little shock moments of mm. like you look up or you look down there's nothing there then you look up and there's something there spooky Boom. Yeah. um overall i think it's more psychological than anything else mm. All right, um, so let's move move on. I'm actually going to switch up the order that I put things in here because I want to talk about um, a game that I played with a few friends. I played with uh, Tom, Frasley, and Cuffy. Mm. And I also played it a bit with Amanda. They're all friends that we have in the Dragon Power Studios network. And we played a game called Phasmophobia. Mm-hmm. I, I know you were on vacation at the time when we were playing this. Have you given it a try at all during the week at all? Like, has anybody been like, no. "Hey, Marty, come check this out"? No, nobody. Nobody. I, I just, I'm just been left out. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't be to blame there because I'm at work during the time you guys are all playing. Okay, <laughs> so it's not my fault. Um, Phasmophobia is a game where you. It's an early access right now, and it's a game where you take on the role of a paranormal investigator, and. It, You choose a location. It might be a house, a cabin, maybe it's a school. uh, And there have been reports of paranormal activity that are going on in that location. Your job is to team up with your crew or you go solo and you pick your gear, your loadout, essentially. And you can carry uh, three items and you get to choose. It can be motion sensors. It can be uh camcorders maybe just a regular picture camera maybe you have an emf reader that will detect the ghost activity um you grab whatever you can your partners grab whatever they can you try to balance it so that you have an even spread across the board and your job is to explore the location and try to figure out one where is that paranormal activity taking place within the location and then two what what indicates what indications do you have that tell you what type of entity is within that space now this game uses if you remember when we played uh what was it hello neighbor or secret neighbor whatever Mm -hmm. it was um it had that vicinity chat this one has something like that 
where you have vicinity chat where you can talk to people in a room or even if somebody's two rooms over you might hear them a little bit or Mm. you can all talk through the walkie talkies that you have so that you can report back the problem is is that if the entity is violent and everything scales up then you can't talk through the walkie talkies no one will hear you because there's nothing but static Mm. and your job is to figure out what the entity is based on the clues that you have and you have a journal that tells you the different characteristics of enemy or sorry entities such as like an oni a banshee a poltergeist that gives you clues and like poltergeists like to move things around so if you walk into a room you see chairs and then you come back and the chairs are stacked on top of each other that might be a clue so things like that happen Mm. it's a very interesting game it's an early access i think tom said it was made by like one individual person okay that has already started doing it and sometimes it shows uh but for the most part when it works like when everything is clicking it's a terrifying experience (laughs) i freaked out i died the first time i played it like in the first group i got we were all in a room everything started going crazy i didn't know what to do I see a creepy little girl in the corner. The lights flicker off. She disappears. She It flickers on. And she's like right in front of me. And I get teleported to like this basement type area. And next thing you know, I'm dead. And I'm in the spirit world. And I hear everyone else talking like, where's Michael? Where's Michael? What's going on? What's going on? I, I think he's dead. Like, um, It's a very cool concept. And I definitely suggest it. If you have a group of friends, you don't need four people. You can go in solo, but it definitely is a bit more tedious. You can go in with two people. You can go in with three people, but four is a max. Okay. Sound, it, it sounds cool. It sounds like the, the type of game that suits, <laughs> suits really well <laughs> into, to our, our little group of friends. So, so yeah, maybe, maybe I'll give it a spin one day. Yeah, uh, Amanda said. Amanda said she can't play it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's a good time. Hmm, cool. So I have just finished... Not finished. Continued was the word I was looking for. Not finished. I've just continued playing the Division Two. I'm, I'm just having such a good time. I'm having a blast in there. So um, th- there are some some weekly events going on at the moment. Um, apparently, apparently there's been a lot of stuff going on uh, in in the in the season where there's just small events um, mm-hmm. uh, every week that last. Everything, anything from you know a month to to just a week and stuff like that. So, lots of different things going on. Just enjoying it, just having a good time. So, I don't, I don't really want to talk too much about it because I think we already did talk about it on the, on one of the previous episodes. But I'm just having such a good time with it. I'm having a really good time with the game. Uh, the best time that I've had all in all the, the time I've played. I played both the, the first and the, and the second one. So, awesome. really, 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 really enjoying it. Um, so, yeah. I think I think anybody who listens to this podcast that plays games like The Division or things like that, um, like they might understand that it's sometimes hard to get other games into the mix when you're playing these games that constantly have like stuff coming at you, like you said, new events and things like that. Like, mm. is it is it a Halloween event or no, is it just an event? It's just an event. It's just an event. Oh, okay. it's, part, it's part of the season. Um, actually, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm I'm away on vacation for a week. 
I need to play catch up. Uh, and and <laughs> so, yeah, I've basically been playing it when we came home yesterday. So I've been playing it all day, all evening yesterday, playing <laughs> it uh, part of today. Uh, and I am caught up. I just need to do a few more stuff before Monday. But I have all day after tomorrow to just get the last few pieces together. And, and yeah, then I'm caught up. So, yeah, I'm having a good time. Enjoying nice, it. nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, so last time we spoke, I had started a game called Alice Madness Returns, which is a darker take on the Alice in Wonderland story. Yeah. Well, I put in a bunch of time and I finished the game. Congrats. I finished it. It's been a long time since I've talked about a game that I finished on the show <laughs> because normally I'll just play it and just shelve it's, it. It's because normally you play those endless games that never end. That's right. We're going to get on that one later. But um, <laughs> so Alice Madness Returns, uh, it was excellent in terms of story and in terms of aesthetic and just overall enjoyment. It was a lot of fun. And it's a 3D platformer with some action based things. So the only issue that I had was that sometimes the game had some graphical glitches here and there. Uh, it's an older game, but overall, this game was excellent. I really enjoyed it. If you like dark fantasy and you don't mind like older 3D platforming games, and when I say older, I don't mean like PS1, I mean more of like PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, um, I definitely suggest that you give this game a chance. I think it's on PS3 and Xbox 360, but I played it on PC. In order to do that, you either A, have to have gotten it on steam a long time ago when it was actually available on there or b now you have to get it on origin uh which i suggest that people play it alice madness returns definitely give it a go it's awesome awesome cool so i did do i, I did something michael i did something while i was on vacation Uh oh yeah because <laughs> I brought my iPad. That's why I didn't stay away from the screen. I brought my iPad. Uh, I was like, um, I I was just checking out what was there. And, and very, very recently, a, a small game came out. You might know uh, some other games that, you know, another game that was, was created, sort of similar. This game is called Eve Echoes. Uh, it is a tablet slash mobile version of on Eve Online. Don't know if you know that one. It's small oh, MMO. No. <laughs> small MMO. Oh, no. <laughs> I've I've never really been a big fan of Eve. I, I liked the concept, mm-hmm. but I never really liked how it played. I, I I never really managed to get into it. I've tried multiple times. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but I like the concept. So I was like, hey, let's try out and see how how this one works on 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 the on the tablet slash phone um not, i mean it's gorgeous it looks so good just like the main game um and it is it is dumbed down a little bit it is it is a little bit more simple so mm-hmm. i like it it's dumbed down i like it <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually i actually quite enjoying it um so i've been flying around space making some money uh i have a, a pretty a fairly powerful for my level spaceship right now so i i, I can kill all the pirates that i need to kill get a bounty and get more money it's it's pretty cool there is i mean i think if i have one grief with it it is you, you definitely feel like it is an eve online it, it, it is you, you can feel that it comes from eve online and at the same time 
it's like you know made for for mobile and tablet where you don't necessarily play you know five hours i mean you can mm-hmm. I, I did i did one day play five <laughs> five hours straight uh but um some of, of of the leveling up and skill trees and stuff like that so, you know some of that takes like at the moment to, to to get the next skill level of one of my abilities it it, it will take me like 25 hours before you know uh, that is trained finished and i mean that that's just uh, that that's how even line is as well but you know it, it can take forever for some of the skills to to level up and it's no difference here so so I've hit a point where some stuff just takes it takes quite a while to, to get somewhere and and I mean it, it probably right now I have loads of time because I've, I've you know I'm on vacation I've have my I'm having my late summer vacation I have next week off as well so right now I have a lot of game time so right now it's annoying that I don't really feel like I'm getting anywhere in the game <laughs> but I'm pretty sure when when work starts up again that it might actually work quite well with this game that you know uh, before you leave for work you need to quickly check some stuff set up your your skills and what you want to train and then when you come home from work you can do some more a few more things uh, you can even do like a quick mission if if you are pooping on the toilet <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so so i mean overall pretty enjoyable i do enjoy it, enjoy it right now I don't see myself playing this game for a long, long time, though. But right now, I'm entertained by it. Eve Online, the the game that that stems from. Mm-hmm. I had a staff sergeant when I was in the military that played it, and the way that he described it completely turned me off to the game <laughs> because, like you're mentioning, like oh, you have to wait, like it might take a day yeah. that you're waiting. But he was telling me that when you play like Eve Online. When you're building like your ships and things like that and attachments, mm-hmm. they're looking at six month projects yep. and it literally takes six months of real world time mm-hmm. to go through. And I was like, that just sounds ridiculous to me for a video game. I get why some people like it, but um, and neither of these sound like they reach for me, which is which is <laughs> no. a shame because I like space based things. But yeah. Uh, I, I like all this cool stories that's coming out from it and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, that I like. I, I I like hearing them, but yeah, I don't necessarily <laughs> need to be part of them. <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy world. Like if you mm. like the sound of Eve or anything like that, go check it out um, because it does have quite a few people that play it, and there is like people have created like galactic rules, and there are. Uh, like what is it like trade companies and all sorts of things that you can get into with that game mm. yeah, yeah exactly all right well something that is not online that i picked up i won't speak on it too long because it's a fairly simple concept but i picked up super mario 3d all-stars which is a nintendo switch pack and on it has super mario 64 Super Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy all on one cart on the Nintendo Switch. And it's great. It's Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy all on one cart. Like what what more could you wish for? Definitely not Super Mario Galaxy 2. Nobody was asking for that. Uh, in case you don't know, that's the controversy. Um, everybody's like flipping out because they didn't put Super Mario Galaxy 2 on the cart as well. <laughs> but I mean... It's great. I started playing Super Mario 64 and it's always fun for the first level and then you're fighting with the camera and you get pissed off because it's still definitely a 
aged game. Like, you mm. can tell that it's aged, but the colors are wonderful. Mario, it feels good. It feels good overall. It's just little things here or there that we have fixed over the years that annoy you when you play them. But otherwise, it's a fun pack. It's a fun pack. Cool. All right. So let's move on to our main topic of the day. And we've been alluding to it throughout. And I didn't realize that we would be alluding to it so much, but we have. <laughs> uh, the topic of today is the never-ending game. Games that have end game and are intended to not necessarily be a game that you beat and put down. It's the game that you finish the main story or there is no story. And it's meant to be an endless let's say experience okay because mm. i don't want to make it seem like it's just an endless grind six because... months later and you have built a battleship yay <laughs> um because there are plenty of games that have that in mind um but i was recently talking to somebody and the term end game more often than not it tends to turn me off to games now Um, simply because I have too many games that are endless (laughs) and they just kind of keep me going through and like you mentioned with the Division 2 you went on vacation for a week and your first thought was now I have to play catch up and I think we should just start with what are some of the games that maybe stand out to us that we've played or what are we currently playing that would be considered like this endless style game and I'll let you go first so what games do I play at the currently, moment yeah. currently? Yeah. Well, World of Warcraft. No, of course. No, no, no big uh, surprise there, I guess. <laughs> uh, even though I am actually not playing it that, that much at the moment. I am logging in mm-hmm. here and then just doing a few things. But uh, at the moment, I'm actually playing The, the Division 2 uh, mainly. Oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm also playing Eve Echoes at the moment, <laughs> uh, which is also sort of endless. So yeah, I'm actually playing three of those type of games at the moment. And, and yeah. Those right. three. And I am currently playing still Dead by Daylight, although I've definitely toned back mm. um, my playtime. World of Warcraft, of course. Um, Star Wars, The Old Republic. And then even though I'm not playing it right now, we'll probably talk a little bit about it later. But Diablo 3 is in there, just like I see that you've put uh, Destiny 2 in there as well. I've, I've put uh, Destiny 2 in there. I'm not really interested in it at the moment, but it is a game that I have a tendency to come back to over and over again. Um, so yep. I'm pretty sure that at some point, some cool ad- small adventure uh, expansion, uh, whatever, will be released for it, and I'll be like, oh, uh, we already cleared that raid in World of Warcraft. I need something else to do. Oh, hello, Destiny 2. Nice to meet you again. All right, so I think that that... that- leads us into just like we can jump right into like the pros of these endless style games and i'll kind of jump right in and just say just like you did right there at any point in time they can do something to the game that can bring you back to it Hmm. back in the day like if i went and i played alice madness pokemon go i'm still playing Uh, that oh sorry see i'm not playing that one (laughs) i'm not allowed to uh but if I go back and I play Alice Madness Returns, what am I doing? I'm playing the same story over again, 
and maybe I'm putting it at a higher difficulty. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm looking for little things that I missed here and there. But for the most part, I'm still playing the same experience. Yeah. But like you mentioned with Destiny 2, these endless games, they might come out with an expansion or a content patch or an update that we can jump back into the game and get something new out of it, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't get anything new. But I think that that's a positive in the... Uh, in the column for these never ending games, like there's constantly new content coming. And if you like that experience, you can come back a month later, a few months later, years later mm-hmm. and find that that same core experience is there, but just a whole bunch of new stuff to play with. Yeah. I mean, that is exactly what happened with division two for me that I played the, the main uh, game and it came out, I played through the story. There was not too much else to do after that. So I left the game there was also some other things that the reasons why I didn't really like it anymore. Uh, but now, at the moment, we are towards the end of year two of mm-hmm. the Division Two. So a lot of stuff has come out, a lot of small bug fixes. The stuff that I was annoyed about uh, has been fixed by now. Um, there's so much new content. There's ten more levels you need to level up, uh, and there's different play modes. Uh, so many things got added to the game. So when I jumped in, it was like it was almost like just oh, this is a fresh game for me. Mm-hmm. I just need to level. It almost felt like you know that as well because I started out with having to level ten ten more levels, uh, and then. Uh, th- and then you know i got into all this content because we're towards the end of the of this year too year three is going to start very soon like next mm-hmm. year um so i just came back into the game there was so much to do and I, I, I was like this game that i haven't played forever well sure i did pay for the small expansion year two expansion but it was it was no near you know a price for a full game so i played a little bit but i at the moment i'm feeling like you know that i, I got a whole new game <laughs> uh, because there's so much to do I st- i'm still not through everything there's still stuff for me to do and the only reason that i didn't get that i haven't gotten through all, all the story stuff that has is in there yet is because then they had the, these events going on where you could get you know silly small cosmetics that doesn't do anything to your character except you look even more silly or awesome or whatever how how you uh, uh, portray yourself in game so you know i I obviously needed those more than i I need better gear so (laughs) so you know it's 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 amazing i love getting back into a game where they've done so many things especially if it's because i always like the division it's a good game i like how it plays uh, mm-hmm. and it has loot and i love loot so i mean it just it just ticks all my boxes so getting back into it so cool for me to and i think that we both had that experience also with star wars the old republic where we mm-hmm. took a long time off and then we came back and depending on when you take a break you can go through those storylines that you initially went through when the game launched mm. and then you can go into the shadow of revan uh, expansion, the Hut Cartel expansion, the Knights of the Eternal Empire or Eternal Throne. Uh, then there's the other one after that. Then there's the new one that just came out. And I think at least Star Wars The Old Republic does it really well where you can choose where you start your adventure almost mm. in the sense of do you want to boost to the current content or level up through it? And their leveling experience is actually a much more enjoyable thing maybe not now well i still think it's more enjoyable than this but world of warcraft has had leveling issues for a while for people Mm -hmm. um, that want to experience story bits and things along that nature but i think that star wars the old republic has 
a great way to go through and see all of this content that has been released for this game over the mm. plentiful years that it yeah. has been a live service. I think if I can then quickly mention some of the cons here, because yeah. it would make sense to take them now when we're actually talking about it. Uh, I think the cons about all this is also that when you then come into it after being away for a while, it feels it can feel overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I definitely know that with the division, I felt like, oh, it's a little bit overwhelming. There's a little bit too much, and that's probably the completionist inside of me that also is going a little bit crazy. But, uh, but there's just there is many things to do, so it can be a little bit overwhelming. Um, and in case of you brought up Star Wars: The Old Republic, is that yes, you can go through all the old content as you see fit, and you can do what you want. But for some someone like me, what I'm missing is like, but. I can pick and choose, but what would be, you know, theoretically the right order to do things in? They do mm-hmm. have it with some of the new expansions, but with the old expansions, it can be a little bit more difficult to see. So you probably need like a third party uh, out, uh, internet web pages with guides and stuff like that on how to get through the content in the right order if you want to do that in the right order. So that that is just, you know, some of the cons about, you know, just jumping in there and having all this stuff available, all these shinies available. Yes, now you brought that up and that kind of leads me to Destiny 2 um, because we both played Destiny 2 when it first came out mm-hmm. for a bit and we went through the story and when I first played it, you go by the story. Yeah. Uh, you go from planet to planet, you do what you need to do, your quest sends you here, it sends you there and you do everything that you're supposed to do. Uh, but if you jump in the game now, it is a completely different experience yeah than what it was when the game first launched and there is no way to activate that previous experience in the way that when you used to play you were almost on rails to a certain extent story-wise now you jump in and the entirety of the whatever expansion level you're at is open to you with the only gates necessarily being your quest lines but for a brand new player that might be overwhelming. Mm. I wanted to play the story and be pushed through the story in the order that I'm supposed to go to, but then I was suddenly put on the main hub world that everyone is at, and it was like, hey, choose where you want to go. And for some people, that's a good thing. You know, they like that option of freedom and things like that, but for other people that maybe missed the game at launch and want to experience that treadmill of... A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way up to Z in terms mm. of story. They don't have that. And you already mentioned you might have to go to an external source to go through the proper order because it's very easy to just jump onto a different planet and do a quest as part of a different storyline. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely... What do I want to say, actually? I don't know. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I think I think Destiny 2 is... is... Uh, they've gone through some things. I should put it that way. They've gone through some things. They used to be, you know, uh, under Activision and have uh, sharp deadlines from Activision, so they couldn't necessarily do the stuff that they wanted to do. Now they're free of those, uh, uh, let's call them shackles. Uh, <laughs> so that now they can maybe do a little bit more what they want to do. And I think, I think what they need right now is is to to do their own. Technically. What I think that they need to do is basically maybe let's just let. I mean, I think I originally said I hope that they won't do like a, a de- 
that they will keep evolving Destiny 2, but I actually think what they need right now is, an, is a reboot again. I sort of think that on their own terms, make Destiny 3, um, make it how they want it to be, and and tell that tell that good story because you know mm-hmm. they they should be able to they have made good stories before in, in uh you know the games that they have created before um so i actually actually feel like that maybe that's the way that it, they should go now reboot the game make it amazing because they have the world to do it they have the world that is an amazing world i just feel like storytelling inside the game has been a little bit lackluster it 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 can definitely be done better yeah and we've spoken previously on destiny storytelling in both the first game and the second game mm-hmm. um and i think that if if they reboot it i'm kind of right there with you where don't just reiterate on destiny 2 like give yourselves a clean slate mm. up the ante but i think that don't name it destiny 3 name it like something like destiny universe or something like that because they constantly speak about how they want this game to exist for years and years and Mm. years and it be an ever evolving world and i think that the only way that they can truly do that from with their vision from start to finish is now and they have to start over so that they're not bound by whatever limitations still exist within destiny 2 from its previous iteration Mm. so Now, that kind of leads me into a pro slash con of never-ending games. And we're going to go to uh, World of Warcraft for this. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are certain things that MMOs do that other games can't really match. And that is a moment-in-time experience that you're either there for or not. Mm -hmm. And you hear about it later on from those that were there and you wish you could have been there for that moment. Part of that was the idea of before World of Warcraft World of Warcraft Classic came out was that you don't understand what it was like to be there in the beginning of the game when it was at its best state ever. <laughs> World of Warcraft Classic and or vanilla at that time like you'll never know. And then World of Warcraft Classic came out and you did have some people that were like, this is exactly what I wanted. It's so much better than the current game. And then you had other people that were like, this is what you've been telling me I've been missing. <laughs> like this isn't fun. But at the same time, I like seeing, and I also don't like seeing sometimes certain maybe mounts or pets or gear that were only available for a specific moment. And I think it adds something special to the players that were there in that moment to have something exclusive that no one else can get anymore because that was a moment in the game. And because it's ever-evolving, you can't get it back unless they reiterate it on it. But you can still say, I was there specifically for that. I was there. I think that those are cool. Yeah, exactly. I was there, Michael. (laughs) The, the thing is, the fun thing about that is that yeah, yeah, you uh, you mentioned. You, I think you, you you missed the last group of people though, the people that were that were like, yeah, I was there. I, I don't really need to go back there because yeah, it, it, <laughs> it was back. It was a good game back then, but to, for t- today's standards, well, maybe mm-hmm. maybe not so much. <laughs> yeah, you definitely had a lot of those, especially with the World of Warcraft Classic, where people were like, "Yep, been there, done that." don't 
really want to go back, not necessarily because it's a negative experience, but mm-hmm. simply because I've changed, the game has changed, and the things that yeah. I enjoy about it now are not what I enjoyed about it then. The thing is, I would have loved... I think before Classic came out, I would have loved to gone... I, I think I always said that I would love to, to if something would like this would happen, because I would love to go into it, level up again, gear up my character, go through all the raids, because I never did all the raids in, in, in Vanilla. It, it would have been a cool experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I still stand with that statement. I think it would be a cool idea, and those people doing it today, good on them, really, really cool. I just... I just don't have the time and the patience for that anymore, I think. Uh, and I think it, it is both. It is both time and patience. Yeah. And I think the patience come with the time issues as well. Uh, so, you know, having to stand around and wait like two minutes for, for a mob to respawn and kill it, and then it's not even a 100% drop chance, or you have to wait another two <laughs> minutes. It's just not It's not fun anymore. It, 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 it worked for me back then, um, but it just doesn't work for me anymore. I, I have better things to do. Now, the current form of World of Warcraft is actually trying, I think, in a way to make it so that newer players can experience the older storylines uh, a little bit more fluently i guess would be the word or it's a it's a more fluid experience because they just recently revamped their game and they revamped it because like you mentioned earlier a lot of these never-ending games have issues of there's so much content i don't i I feel overwhelmed Mm. i don't know even where to start where do i go like what is going on world of warcraft had that issue for a lot of new players Mm -hmm. there were 120 levels for you to get to Uh, The zone sometimes had different levels and you just didn't feel like you got the story of a zone before you out leveled it and had to move on. Mm -hmm. But they've recently done a revamp where now you can level exclusively in an expansion or the base game that has previously come out. So, for instance, I loaded up a character and I'm leveling that character through Legion. Mm -hmm. So I am experiencing the Legion storyline again. And it's not like, oh, you've out-leveled this area, now move on to the next expansion. But rather, hey, you stay here until you hit max level and you get to experience the story as far as you want to go. And I think that that's, uh, that's an excellent move. Mm-hmm. And I think that those that other games that have this should have kind of a feature like that, where you get to experience the story as it was intended in its initial format. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it's cool. I haven't really fooled too much around with it. Uh, I only know that I did. Uh, I, I do have like a character that I leveled through one of the the zones um, before, you know, the pre patch hit and and all and these changes was implemented. So mm-hmm. I had to to to. There's a quest there. You need to collect a lot of of, of things, and I had already. And you can collect too many of them. And I had already done that quest before, and I so I had a lot of leftover items. And and now the revamp happened, and now I, now I have to do the quest again. And I have all the <laughs> things I can basically just go over, pick up the quest, and, and deliver it. Nice. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but no, I, I definitely like the idea behind this. I haven't, as I said, not, not really played too much through it, but I like the idea that you can pick an expansion and be like, this is my leveling experience. So leveling from level one, one to level 50, which is the new max level, currently new max level, um, will be 
you you just pick one of the expansions. It sounds like such a great idea because you get you actually get to go around all all the zones, all the small nooks and crannies like you're supposed to do because this is an MMO. This is a world. You're supposed to explore. You're supposed mm-hmm. to see what's going on here. And I even think that you know. Uh, our good friend Tom's girlfriend Amanda, Amanda from Geek Herring, um, she, when she started, when they started playing World of Warcraft together, she had never played the game before and she felt like a lot of the time they, did, they just, you know, blazed through the different zones and moved on and that she didn't get the end of the stories and things like that. And it was so bad that she actually felt like, you know, because she picked up the profession called archaeology. A little mm-hmm. difficult world. Archaeology. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, which actually, for her, told a much better story to, you know, <laughs> uh, assemble all these small things and get a little bit of text that she could read that told the story and, and things mm-hmm. like that. That actually told a better story than the main game itself actually did because of this. So <laughs> I, I definitely think that if she were to level through it today, um, hopefully she would feel differently to it because she would actually be able to experience the whole story. Yeah, we hope so. Uh, now, we'll get to the last bit of this topic. Mm-hmm. The last bit of this topic is simply time. Time is our most valuable resource. We never have enough of it, no matter what we're doing. Mm. And these endless games are meant to grab our time and use it only for them. That's why there are those instances where hey, this event is going on and you only get these items if you do a certain amount of things within the allotted time given. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, do you actively look for games that have an end game these days? There are people that look for a game that when they plop down their $60 or $70 or whatever they're willing to pay for it, that they want to just play that game. Yeah. They don't want it to end. They maybe they're strapped for cash or they just want that experience of like just being in that world all the time. Now, I personally prefer to only have maybe one or two of these games active at once for me because it's just too many things going on. Mm. And I really like the idea of being able to say, I finished that game. I beat the game, I completed it, I'm done, it was a moment in time, it was an excellent game, but I don't need to exist exclusively in that world every single day of my life, every single moment I get home, (laughs) and things along that nature. I'm I'm sort of with you there. I I don't seek out these type of games per se. Um, I I'm, I'm I'm a World of Warcraft player. That's my main game. It it will be the game that I'm focusing on. So other games will be fit in around that. So I I I already know now that when you know the expansion comes out uh, at some point then the Division 2 will probably go out the window and I will not play it until, you know, it, it World of Warcraft, there's some downtime in World yeah. of Warcraft. Um, but that being said, if there's a game with Endgame which has been able to create an amazing world and some amazing gameplay, then I will most likely check it out and I will play it. Um, but... I'm not just 
you know, looking for the next endless grind to do. Uh, because, <laughs> you know, I, I, I still do need, want to, you know, have some fun gameplay and be entertained and, and actually feeling like a badass when I'm rolling out of cover and shooting those bad guys uh, or whatever I'm doing. <laughs> um, so it, it really, it, it depends on the world. It depends on the setting. It depends on, on the gameplay type and things like that. Because you know what? Back in the days when I played vanilla, Michael, I really loved that. Here we go. I really liked <laughs> that, you know, that was my jam. That was I was playing together with all my friends. And then, you know, sometimes you just need some time for yourself. So that's when I rolled over to Grand Theft Auto 3 and played that and played <laughs> through the storyline. Or, or Vice City, which was the one after that, I think. Uh, and so on and so forth, you know. Um, so I, I, do, I do really enjoy a good uh, single-player story-driven game. Uh, and, and my, I think my main issue at the moment is that I'm, there's a few that I still need to get through that has come out, like The Last of Us 2, still haven't played it, want to play it, Same. just haven't found the time for it. And I think that the, the, one of the reasons that I'm actually been, you know, shy a little bit away from that game at the moment is that I know that I need to find 40 hours or something of, of single player <laughs> game time that I need to play through. And it, it's just difficult at the moment. Well, actually not at the moment. It sh- now would actually be the prime time. But now I dumped into the division too. I, so, you know, yeah, time. Time is the issue. Uh, I am playing the lottery. I'm going to win and become a millionaire. And then I can game <laughs> all day. And I will probably still have these issues. Yep, I'm right there with you. I mean, my time is constantly between I want to play a single player game and I want to get that story. But I have a daily challenge in Dead by Daylight that I need to get my blood points for. <laughs> or I need to get my gear up so that I can make sure I'm ready for raid in World of Warcraft. Or I need to keep grinding on Star Wars Guild Republic on the story mode so that I can get the legacy temp, uh, title attached to me so that everybody knows that I did all the stories in the game. Like <laughs> that, that's my current goal there. So yeah. endless games, they just have, if there's one thing they've done well, it's they've done something to us psychologically to make us keep wanting to come back. <laughs> yeah, and on that on that note, Michael... I know, and I'm looking forward to when I get back into Star Wars The Old Republic to continue my grind through all those storylines, because I know it's there. I can just return to it when I have the time and, and feel like it. Yeah, there, it's so dense. There's so much stuff there. I, I always forget, because it's just like, like dang, this is still going on. Like, <laughs> I'm still working on my Sith Warrior stuff, So, uh, yeah. but that's almost done. Yeah. So I'll almost be done with two storylines out of the eight. <laughs> we should become we should become streamers and stream and make a lot of money and make it all living. Then we won't have these issues. Um, I don't think it's gonna happen on my end. <laughs> I don't think people want to watch me do that much. But you know, maybe if there's a streaming service out there that's not Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook gaming, let me know. Mix and I'll oh, be no. I'll be down. No, <laughs> that's now fused into Facebook gaming but that's a whole different uh, story alright I think that's uh, that's about it even though the games may be endless this conversation cannot be endless <laughs> okay alright so it has to end sometime so I think this is a good spot to end it unless you have anything else I'm looking over the list again, and I'm like, yeah, no, I, I think we covered pretty much everything we wanted to cover. Um, I, yeah, 
I, I, I like endless games, if it, but it, it's all down to if the game itself is good. Don't forget yes. that. Don't forget that. <laughs> Don't just play shit games forever. <laughs> there are good ones that are trying to grab your attention. <laughs> all right. So if any of you out there play never ending games, the games that involve grinding, getting that next best piece of loot or expansions upon expansions, maybe you've been playing a game for 15 years. Uh, let us know. And you can do so by emailing the show at two nerds, maybe more at gmail.com. Or you can find us over on Twitter at two nerds, maybe more with the number two in front there. You can always check out our website as well, which is two nerds, maybe more.com. Um, if you didn't know already, I do a podcast that is based on horror movies and things in the horror genre called the All Hallows Scream Podcast. And Marty, you actually do another podcast too, don't you? I do. It's a small podcast with uh, one main host, which is me, Marty. Uh, and <laughs> the show itself is called Wow, It's Marty. It's a World of Warcraft podcast uh, where I try every week to, to uh, uh, invite someone over like virtually obviously because of corona times <laughs> uh, and also because everyone is like so far away on the other side of the water michael uh That's so me. yeah so i'm inviting guests every week and we talk something world of warcraft related and uh, there's also a little bit of world uh, role playing going on and uh, you know it's just a really really good time yep so definitely go ahead and check out both of those if they interest you and thank you all for being here this week i believe this is the last one for october last episode that will be released in october at least yeah um, I, I think you're right yep so until next time everybody thank you all for coming and we will see you all in the future thank you and bye i need to go grind some some game time stuff now in division two and get all the loot and kill stuff and just uh oh here comes kitty and yeah <laughs> you I need think. to grind out cat maintenance <laughs> <laughs> This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.